been in management uh, many different places for many years. Thankfully, I don't manage this place. I can just sit back, relax, and bitch, which is one of my favorite things to do. Um, who's here for the first time? Let me get a hand. Welcome, welcome, welcome. So, in addition to all of the like open mics and arts things that we do, there's a little calendar right over there that shows you exactly what we do every day, every week. And there's always a nice activity to bring people in and hopefully keep you here and get you a couple of drinks and make my tip jar overflow. But I'm not here to talk about work because I'm gonna do that for the rest of the night. I'll give you a nice uh, trigger warning. Uh, not that clean of a comic. <laughs> so recently, I'm 38 years old. Uh, I, I've been getting a lot of targeted ads on uh, Instagram and other platforms, like for TRT and uh, like dick pills essentially. And I'm like, fuck, this is my future. Like, I don't have any anyone that I'm in relationship with right now, but if I was, I, I'd seriously be like, more information, click shop now. Uh, but like, it, it worries me. I, I, I don't want to get to the point where my, my sex drive is just gone. Right now, it's, it's a little low, and I, I, I know that I need more testosterone. TRT is a testosterone replacement therapy, if you guys have heard. They talk about it on all the podcasts. Uh, not all the podcasts, just all the ones dominated by white men like myself. Uh, speaking of podcasts, mine is on the TV right back behind you. And uh, thankfully, I've got a wonderful co-host, my friend Kip. He's very black and I'm very white. We have a lot of fun. Uh, the reason why we get along so much is because we are brothers with dark humor. Like, that is what we use to survive in industries like this, or restaurant industries in general. It's like, if you can't talk shit and also, like, not be offended, then, like, you're in the wrong fucking field. You gotta be able to talk shit. You gotta have thick skin. But there's so many people with that fucking thin skin. You can say hello, give them a compliment, and they're just like, that guy. That guy was really mean to me. He didn't say hello. He didn't give me a hug. I'm like, well, just, just give it a chance, man. Like, I, we all have bad days. Shit. But where was I going with that? Um, I love this community. Like, there's so many good people, so many weird introverts, so many outroverts. I got, <laughs> I got my buddy Chair over here. He's like the most exuberant dude I've ever met. The only, my only problem with my, with my new friend is that he is so loud. <laughs> if you talk to him and he gets excited, yeah. <laughs> what, what is your background? You're Italian, right? Sicilian, yeah. You gotta do more of this. Like, goddamn. But like South Florida is a place where we all come together and create our own culture. We don't, I don't experience a lot of people, especially here in, in my life, that like are completely like, no, this is black and white, this is gray. Like, 
My life has been made better by the inclusion of other people and other cultures. So I don't believe in appropriation because we all culturally appropriate everything. Like, everybody in this room is wearing something made from China. So we got China in the house, even though there's no Asians. And we got lots of vegan stuff going on, even though everybody ain't vegan. We got Christmas, and we ate a lot of Jews. But this is a place where everybody should feel welcome, and that's, that's what I try to do with my life, not just my work. So if you can carry on, not, not, your, work, not your work personality into your life, kind of the other way around, and like that is the way to operate. If you're unhappy with your job, if you're unhappy with all of the things, just like change it up a little bit. Something that hasn't been working for you, change it. Like if it works a few times, like this light switch, every time I flip it, it doesn't work. Get a fucking new switch. Like come on. I. I live with an older, gay, Cuban man who's converted to Judaism. And that is, that is not a joke. He's, he's a massage therapist. This man is probably one of the greatest people I've ever met in my life. I'm not gay. He is. And like, gay people are, like gay men are so clean. I will not say that about lesbians. <laughs> lesbians. I got nothing to say. Uh, like, it, it's sometimes it's so messy. Like, I, I will not even watch lesbian porn, and I'm just like, I can't imagine their home life. It's just it interferes with my thoughts of, of sexuality. But I'm to that point in my life where I like I think about the next thing, not just like how good looking a person is or how attractive they are. I'm like, what's their relationship like with their mom and their dad? And mine, like, my parents are dead. My relationship is great. <laughs> I am so peaceful. Like, I know my parents are no longer in any pain. They both suffered from alcohol disease and all kinds of other shit. We'll talk about it another time. This, this, that's a big topic. But when they both passed away, I felt calm. I felt good. I, I wanted them to no longer be broken because they were broken to me. But it was, I'm so grateful for it because it allowed me to come back together stronger. So all of these events in your life that you, that you feel are negative or you're the victim, like change your perspective. Get that shit to work for you. Don't have it work against you. Thank you. You know what, that, that, that was a good note to end on. Uh, Love you guys, thank you so much. I'll be going on later again tonight. So give it up for your host, Jose. Now. Ladies and gentlemen, can we get up for Casey one time, please? Casey!
sets are always improvised, so can I get a, a one-word suggestion from the audience, preferably not from Jose? Sex. I heard sex and 9-11, I'm gonna put those together. Yeah, so uh, I'm not from New York. When I was there, the first time uh, I got my Spider-Man tattoo, and I was with my friend, who's a history teacher who grew up in Jersey, and uh, we went to the footprints, and uh, he was, you know, reading all the names, and like uh, his brother's name was on that shit, so he's crying, and I'm just like, you know, I have a terrible sense of humor, so like, 9-11 memes are like hilarious to me because I find tragedy great. <laughs> all, all bad things in this universe that we perceive as bad, if you can change your perspective, you can grow from it, you can gain from it, and like, it's, it's taboo to say, like 9-11 jokes should not be funny, but guess what, here we are. And they've been funny, not from day one. Day one, <laughs> day one was, that was a little too soon, but the next, uh, I want the next thing to come out of like a, a big tragedy, like I, like if there's a bad earthquake, if there's, I don't know, a tsunami, a meteor, anything, like I want people to be able to heal and engage with humor. I want them to, to say that shit during sex. Like, <laughs> Like, I want you to 9-11 this dick. <laughs> I want you to put an earthquake in Haiti. I want you, I want a Fukushima up my ass. Like, like it, it can be done. We can heal from this. We can, we can move through it. Um, that's, that's just how I feel. I don't expect everybody to get along with me or, or even even agree with me, but the people who laugh, the people who find me funny are the people that I want to keep around, like the people that I bring together. And let, like that's my great filter, is that if you like the things that I say, you're my people. But if you don't like the things that I say, you don't have to listen. You, you can be anywhere else in the world, but right now you're here with me, and I got your asses. So. Y'all are mine right now. And I'm sure somebody's gonna be like, I didn't even say that again. They just laugh, I'm sorry. Who, Leo? Jared. Oh. That's Leo's got the worst laugh. Leo's got the best laugh, no. are you kidding me? Leo sounds like a fucking haunted clown. No, he's got that dolphin laugh, bro. I don't even know what I was talking about. 9-11. Great times. Good to be an American. Uh, you know, when, when all that shit happened, I like I joined the military right after that. Uh, I got in in 2002. I went to the Army. I was 17 years old. My parents, like, let me go. They let me go to the Army. And I thought it was, like, the best thing I could do, like, to serve the country and follow in my father's footsteps. You know, my father was a Vietnam veteran. But... He didn't tell me a lot about it when I was growing up, but after I was in the military for a little while, my father told me some horrific shit. <laughs> like, 
all of these ha things happened before I was born. And, you know, my father killed people overseas, but that didn't stop him when he came home. He, he came home, uh, found, you know, found my mom, who was a Miami party girl, and, uh, you know, I imagine kind of a slut. Well, you know, good, good for her. I love my mother. It's okay to call your mom a slut because, like, guess what? There's some sluts out here right now, and one day y'all be moms. So embrace that shit. Mom sluts for life. <laughs> but I. But uh, they, 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 both of my parents fucked me up. But my dad, like, he, he started telling me all this fucked up shit he was doing, like eating exotic animals that you're not supposed to eat. Eating peacocks and monkeys and doing all this shit, and, you know. I was like, you could have warned me before I went to the military that you were doing all this awful shit. And like, after that conversation, he told me about more fucked up shit he did when he was home in Miami. Uh, like, he used to do trafficking for humans and <laughs> drugs from from Miami to Cuba, back for the cocaine cowboys. And these are, this is all real, I'm not making this up. But like, there he told me he did like some fucked up shit. I don't know if I should repeat it. I mean, both, look, both of my parents are dead. All right, let's go, let's go, run it. Um, so my dad would get paid to pick up Cubans and you know, start coming back to the United States, but he didn't complete his trip. He would stop halfway and point a gun at them and tell them to get out and swim. And then he would go back to Cuba and do it again. And he was just, he was like doing like just a fucked up washing machine and saving time. Saving time. <laughs> yes. It was uh, efficient human trafficking where no one survived, no one got a better life. Um, but yeah, like he, he told me all this shit, blew my mind, and I'm like, God damn. Uh, the only thing that I that I know for a fact, the only thing I know for a fact is like when I came into this world, when I came into this world, that man never existed to me. Like he was always trying to be a father. He was doing his best to, to change his course in life. I mean, he was still a fucking angry piece of shit, alcoholic fucking pothead, which was, you know, he, he did some awful shit. I understand why you gotta do all those things. But, like, I never got any of that hate, any of that uh, negativity or darkness from him or from my mom. And I'm grateful for, to both of them, even though previously they were awful people. And like, it definitely impacted me in a way that I was not just like, you know, all of this bad shit happened to me, so I gotta cry about it, I gotta be a victim. I gotta, you know, like, get sympathy and empathy from people. I use it as a teachable moment. I use it to educate people in my life about where you have been and where you can go. And there's nothing stopping you from your past, keeping 
or your past has no bearing on your future. So everybody has a choice in their lives. You can always make a new choice. My name is Casey. Thank you guys very much. Thank you guys. Please follow my podcast, Alligator Couch, on YouTube. And uh, I'm here every Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday. Love you guys. Thank you guys. Ladies and gentlemen, can you please get up the